This is episode 19 of Give Me a Chance, and it is your host speaking, Victoria. Hi everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Give Me a Chance. If you have been looking outside in the last days, you've probably noticed that things are changing. Days are getting longer, the sun is getting out more, and the flowers are blooming. We are almost up for a new start. And talking about new starts, our guest for today, Trina, got a few in her life. Trina became a successful businesswoman after enrolling in the US Army and in the Navy, even though she didn't have any support from her mother during her childhood. But still, it was the path of self-development that really gave Trina the chance to change her life. All is set to listen to Trina's story. Hi Trina, welcome to Give Me a Chance. Where are you calling from? I am in Houston, Texas in the US and I'm doing well. A couple weeks ago, we had a Arctic blast that knocked out our power and our water, but thankfully, my family were okay for now. And how is it going right now? Are things getting better on track? Um, they're getting better. For me, I I'm good. For some people here in Texas, they had a lot more damage and um, things going on, so they're working very hard to get things restored. But it was very um, it was a tough week, but Thank God, you know, I'm here. So I'm getting back on track. And Trina, you're calling from Houston. Have you always lived there? You know, no, I haven't. I'm originally from Chicago. Mm. I was born and raised there. I was there until I graduated from high school. I went off to the university and then I joined the military. So I have lived in several different places, but currently I am in Houston, Texas. And as a child... You were growing up in Chicago, right? How yes. how was your uh, childhood like? You know, I'm the youngest of four children. Um, my mother was very verbally abusive to me. So that really shaped who I was. It shattered my confidence. I ended up with low self-esteem and I wanted to always please others. And I went to others looking for acceptance because I did not get that from my mother. So it was a very traumatic childhood. And then I carried those things into my adult life and it took me many many years to work past that because i had a sense of not knowing myself mm. and not knowing my worth but you know it's funny i could have turned and took a opposite direction i flipped for the better because i ended up being this highly successful very driven person where i really wanted to succeed and do better and i think subconsciously in my mind i was thinking I'm going to show her. I'm going to do very well so that she'll love me and appreciate me. Whereas I know a lot of people having that kind of childhood could have played adversely for them where it could have made mm. them go in the opposite direction. What kind of impact did it have on the way you developed your interests and uh, the way you lived your teens? Yes, yes. So I mean, My teens is funny because my mother, looking back now, I understand that she was a broken woman. She was very unhappy, very miserable. And I think she she had control issues. So growing up, I wasn't allowed to foster any kind of friendships. Any friends that I had during school, she would make sure that I couldn't develop them. It was like, no, you can't go visit your friend. No, you can't go out. It seemed like all through my life, that's what she tried to do. So I was very intentional and set on as soon as I finished high school, I was going to leave. I'm yeah. the first in my family to go to college. So I was the first one to go to university. So 
in my mind, that was my way of getting away from her. So what happened afterwards? Because we were talking about, uh, you, we got in touch uh, because I heard that you had uh, a few times in your life a chance to change your life. And, uh, and I think that indeed we are going in that direction. So what happened when you, you moved out of your place? Uh, you left your past behind and you started uh, going to college. Yes, you know, when I finally finished high school, I got away. I went away to the university. Mm -hmm. I did my first year in university, but I didn't have any help. So I didn't have financial help. I didn't have emotional support. So it was very, it was tough, but it was something that I knew I had to finish. I wanted to pursue that because I knew that was my way of having a better life. Yeah. So I, you know, I ended up joining the military, which is very funny. Um, something I had never thought about, but at the university, I saw all of my, uh, four, my classmates and, and schoolmates. Some of them were in what we call ROTC. I didn't want to join ROTC, but instead mm -hmm. I enlisted in the army just straight out in something that we call the reserves. Right. It would allow me to serve, get money and still continue my education. And this was 1990. All right. Uh, and, you know, back then, uh, I don't know who remembers that, but we were in the middle of Desert Storm, the war with um, Iraq, with Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really thrilling moment to join the army, even. <laughs> how, how was it like? You know, I was so naive at the time because I was a 19-year-old. I was a poor college student I just wanted money to finish school that's all I was thinking about and I went in and you know the the recruiter said I said well what kind of job can I get and he said oh well you have this job here and it has a $20,000 bonus so I'm 19 I'm a poor kid I was like wow that's a lot of money and I said well what is it he said it's chemicals and I didn't quite understand what he meant. I thought he meant like chemists, like I was going to be in a yeah. lab and testing and doing things like that. And I soon find out when I got into my training that it was nuclear biological chemicals. Oh, wow. That's yeah. something completely different. But completely different. Yeah. And uh, how was your uh, life like doing such a job? Did you accept it? I, I did accept it, but it's funny because when I accepted it, I, fin I finished all my training and then, you know, we had Desert Storm. Remember Saddam Hussein? We thought he had chemical weapons. Yeah. I was called to go to Iraq. Oh, did you go? At the last minute, I didn't go. <gasps> I, was, I was preparing to go. I had got everything in order. And at the last minute, they said, well, we don't need you right now, but stand by. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. must so, have been such a relief also. Um, so I ended up not going. They ended up saying they didn't need me. So I ended up transferring services is something that you can do. And I ended up going to the Navy. And that's where I finished out my 30 plus year career in the military. Wow, that's uh, that's an achievement. And how was your life like when you were over there? Because going from a switch, it can be such a change. Yeah, it's it's a, definitely is a change. I had to learn the new service and the different protocols. But 
it's it's the same you know it's the military but then the navy does things a lot differently than the army i mean even down to the ranks but i can say that if it had not been for the military as the, a whole i would not be the woman that i am today i've learned leadership i've i built that confidence because coming from my background with a verbally abusive mother I had the low self-esteem. I didn't have any confidence. I was an introverted girl. I never smiled. I I was just so shy and timid. And the military brought that all out of me. So I I can truly say if it wasn't for the military and teaching me how to stand tall and be a leader and have confidence, I would not be the woman that I am today. But how did working in the navy uh, combined with your family because do you have children you know i do i have two teenagers and my life in the military was before i had children so when i got married and had children it was very difficult because i ended up traveling going to different countries going away and um at one time when i got for the 9/11 war I ended up going to war for that and going away and I was gone for two years. And at the time my son was just he wasn't even two years old yet. My daughter was three. So I had to leave them behind and go. And it's very, very, very difficult. You're missing those pivotal moments. You're missing birthdays and their first words and walking. It was very hard. It was hard on me as a mother. It was hard on my children because I'm pretty sure you know they didn't know what was going on and then when i came back it was hard because i had a nanny when i left and i was married at the time so i was married i had my husband and we had a nanny we had hired but when i came back my son like didn't even know who i was he didn't even want to come to me and it broke my heart in pieces unfortunately when i got back from that tour my marriage end ended as well Um, so I ended up being a single mother and moving my children here to Texas. And um, the, it's, you know, things are going well now. There was a moment that you decided to make a change and change your life. You didn't want to be in the Navy anymore. What was the change for you? You know, the change for me was the fact of all the traveling. All the traveling, being away from my children. I was always going somewhere. I was always on the plane flying and I remember when my daughter the one time I decided I was going to go somewhere and I had my bags packed. I traveled so much that that I didn't even put my suitcase away. I just kept it in a corner in my room because I knew I would always be going. And I would always have it packed. And this one time I told my kids I said, "Well, I'm going. I'll see you guys whenever." And my daughter said, "You're leaving again?" And that broke my heart. Yeah. I thought I have to do something I have to do something different, you know, and I've always had leadership uh wanted to do entrepreneurship and throughout the years I've done different little mm -hmm. things, but that was the moment when I realized I said I've done this enough. I need to focus on my business, growing a business, something that will give me more time for my children because yeah. They're teenagers. They're going to be out the house soon. You know, and they're going to be living their lives and I wanted to spend that time with them and not let time pass me by because I'm flying all over the world. So you took 
control of the situation and you left your job. And what yeah. did you decide to do? Currently now, I am a technologist. I work with small and medium-sized businesses to help them communicate with their clients, customers, and employees, but communicate securely. Because the pandemic has changed the way we all communicate as we're sitting here today Look at that. talking. Yeah. Look at that, you know, across the world, and we're talking just like we're sitting next to each other. And there's a lot of small businesses that don't have that big IT department, like some big corporations, and they weren't quite sure of how to do what they needed to do so that they could continue on with their business and remain productive and profitable. So yeah. I help those businesses. Uh, how did your uh, path to self-development help you in taking this decision? You know, it's, you know, along with doing that, and I didn't mention I, I'm an author, I, I authored a book, and I'm actually co-authoring a book currently now, so I'm a two-time oh. author. Yes, I'm a speaker, and all of that, you know, it's funny how things work, you know, God works everything out where everything starts to fit, but my life, how it started, it was so traumatic, but then probably about 10 years ago, I decided you know what, my life personally, I felt like I was such a mess because I was still looking for acceptance from other people. I was still unsure of who I was. And I decided to take charge of my life there and start working on personal development. I said, you know, I don't want to go through life being like my mother. That was my main thing. And I wanted to be the best person that I could be in my life. And I wanted to impact others because I know what I've been through there's someone else who's been through something else, the same along that lines. And they're probably feeling helpless and hopeless because I did. I had a very dark moment in my life where I didn't know whether I wanted to keep living, if this was going to change. And I decided to take my voice and help other people to know that they can continue on, that don't feel helpless and hopeless, don't give up because there is a better day coming. And indeed, if we think about this, Trina, how did this path that brought you to your current situation help you uh, look to the concept of happiness and the definition of it? You know, getting past my past, I learned, for one, that I'm not my mistakes. I learned to forgive myself. And once I started to forgive myself, I started to feel peace and happiness. I started to, because, you know, we all we all make mistakes and we all kind of, you know, we don't forgive ourselves. We beat ourselves up. We feel ashamed. We go, oh man, I did that. That was such a horrible mistake. How could I be so stupid? I feel ashamed. You feel ashamed. You don't want to tell anybody because you, people judge and they do. And, but you know what? I learned that it's not for you to get acceptance from anyone else or validation. Your life is not to be judged by someone else. You made mistakes. You're human, but just keep going. So I learned to forgive myself. And that was so important. We always talk about forgiving other people, but we it's very hard for us to forgive ourselves. And I think that's something that we need to work on in our personal development is to forgive ourselves just as much as we want to forgive other people. So thank you, Trina. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. Thank you. And thank you for having me. This was Trina's story. Trina struggled with her self-worth as a child as she was living with a verbally abusive mother, but still 
she managed to gather all her determination, her resilience and her confidence to become a successful businesswoman in the US Army first and then in the Navy. But still, it was the path to self-development that really gave her the chance to change her life. Trina devoted her career to becoming a better person and help other people to become the better version of themselves too. And nowadays, Trina is an author, a motivational speaker, a technologist and a podcaster, and of course, a self-development coach. This was the end of this episode. Have you ever had the chance to change your life or do you know anybody who has? Please get in touch with us and leave a comment here below. And if you have enjoyed this episode, do not forget to like and subscribe to this channel and see you next time. Give me a chance on your screen and in your ears.